Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Story Behind the Tunes, episode number three. My name is Calvin Valrath. I'm a fiddle player, and I come from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada. I've written near 800 tunes, and I got a pile of stories. You're not going to get them all today, but we're going to get try to get to seven or eight of them anyways. Roger Lantain Reel. I'll tell you what, Roger is a wonderful, a great button accordion player. He comes from uh, around Bathurst, New Brunswick. I first met uh, Roger when I was teaching at a fiddle camp in New Brunswick um, near Plaster Rock. Well, the night before the camp, they had a concert going on in the community in the town of Plaster Rock. Helen Edgar was the organizer of this, and she knew Roger, and she invited Roger to come and play accordion at, uh, at, the, at the concert. She said, oh, Calvin, you're going to really like him. He plays great. Well, I was in the back room uh, practicing up my tunes when all of a sudden I heard somebody playing April's Waltz, a tune that I had written many, many years before that up on the stage. Well, I went running out of the, out of the dressing room, and, and there was Roger up on the stage playing April's Waltz on his button accordion. It was so beautiful. I mean, it brought me to tears. Well, we met after he got off stage, and him and I became great friends. He told me that all the tunes that he plays on his button accordion, he learns from fiddle players. And uh, I'm his favorite, along with Patty Kusteruk, a fiddle player from Winnipeg. He learns all our tunes that we play, and, uh, well, I was just tickled pink. I got to meet Roger a few times after that, and actually went to his house when we played in Bathurst here back a few years ago, and I wanted to write him a tune with lots of fire. And I came up with this tune, the Roger Lantain's Reel. It was released on an album called A Fiddle of This, A Fiddle of That in 2016, the wonderful Jeremy Russo is playing the, the piano, and I'm playing all the rest of the instruments. 
You can get this as a CD or a MP3 digital download from calvinvolrath.com. And just know that every one of these tunes that I'm showcasing in, uh, in this podcast, uh, you can get the sheet music for these tunes as well. And uh, right there at calvinvolrath.com, you download them as PDF files. Back in 1994, 95, and 96, I had the great fortune to go over to uh, some European countries. It all started in Germany. I was the musical director for a band called Wild Rose Country, a fellow by the name of Hank Smith, who was the president of the Musicians Union in Edmonton, Alberta. He was a bass player and a country singer, been around for many, many, many years. And he's originally from Germany. His name, his actual name is Heinz Schmidt. Uh, But in Canada, he went by Hank Smith. Well, he traveled the world playing uh, country music, promoting Canada and Alberta. And in 1994, 1995, and 96, he hired uh, our band in Edmonton, which was called Wheel Hoss at the time. And we augmented that band with uh, another fiddle player. So we had twin fiddles and steel guitar. And we went over to Germany. 1994 was the first year. And we would go in May, late April and pretty much all of May. And we would tour through Germany, all over Germany. Lots in the southern, in in Bavaria part. Hey, Bavaria and their beer. You've probably heard about it. Mountains and beer. We stayed in a little village called Heckendorf, which is probably one hour south of Munich, uh, near Garmisch-Partenkirchen. It was just an absolute beautiful part of the world. Well, every town or village that we played in, uh, they each had their own uh, beer brewing company, and uh, so... and. Beer was the cheapest thing to drink. You get a like a liter of beer for $4, I believe it was. Uh, a coffee costed more than that, and the coffee was about the size of a thimble. Um, you didn't get uh, tap water. You had to drink uh, uh, sparkling water, and that was over $4. And everything else, if you wanted a pop, that was over $4. Beer was the—so uh, we drank a lot of beer— And the wonderful thing about German beer is you could drink lots of it and you'd wake up in the next morning and you wouldn't have a hangover, uh, you weren't sick. I was told that was because they don't put ether in the beer, which uh, they do in Canada. Uh, The beer over there in Germany, when they make it, they say it lasts for three months. There's no preservatives in it. It's all just real beer. Well, let me tell you, and it's good tasting beer. I believe it was in 1995, we were there for five weeks, and I wrote a jig. Well, jigs aren't really that common in Germany, and so, and I wanted to name it something about Germany, so I named this one, Five Weeks of Good Beer. <laughs>
go. Five weeks of good beer. Just a fun fact to let you know that their beer was not abused at all or hurt in the making of that tune. <laughs> it was recorded in 1996 on a CD called Instrumentally Yours, Something Different. We did that in a studio in Edmonton. I believe this, the studio was called Midi City. Let's see if I can remember everybody's name. We all sat in a circle and pretty much played this live off the floor. The drummer was Bill Hobson. Bill was also part of the band that went over to Germany. And when we were in Germany, we called him Weilheim. Uh, on the bass guitar was Derek Stremmel. Uh, Derek was the bass player also on uh, the tours over in Germany. On rhythm guitar was Ralph Ament. Ralph was a, a part of the band in Germany as well. And uh, Trent Bruner was playing the piano. Uh, Trent was not a part of the Germany band at all. You can only get this recording as an MP3 digital download uh, because the CD is not available anymore. But go to calvinvolrath.com and look for Instrumentally Yours, Something Different. I used to teach at a fiddle camp in Saskatchewan uh, at Emma Lake up in northern Saskatchewan, up north of Prince Albert. We started that in 1988, and it ran until, I believe, 2005 was the last one there. And in one of those years, and I think maybe in the early 2000s or 2003, something like that, there was a nine-year-old girl, and we used to audition all of the all the. Uh, students that would arrive, we would have this big audition thing. It was lots of fun in the dining room or in the big uh, hall if there was too many. And they would play. And us instructors, we, we would kind of uh, evaluate what level we thought they might be at. And I always got uh, the most advanced students at the at the fiddle camp. Well, one day, this young girl, she was nine years old, I believe. She got up to play, and she played so well. And I could really tell that, you know, she was playing by ear. She was playing from her heart. Uh, and I thought she would be somebody that would, she would pick up the stuff real fast. And so we didn't see that very often to have a nine-year-old in my class. But I invited her to be in my class there at the age of nine and she was absolutely amazing she had the cutest smile her name is jane Corey. she was from winnipeg or she is from winnipeg not was i figured she would be up to the challenge of uh, stretching her ability a little bit and uh, she did just great that was the first year she was in my class she was in my class every year until just a couple of years ago. You know, when the Emily Fiddle Camp stopped, uh, uh, we started a fiddle camp here in St. Paul and call it Camp Calvin. Well, Jane and her mom and dad, they they came here to uh, Camp Calvin every year until I think maybe just two or three years ago. She just got to be too good. She actually won the Canadian Grand Masters Fiddling Championships in 2018. She's just a sweetheart. She plays great. She's recorded an album. She came to my studio to record the album a number of years ago. I'm so proud of her. A few years ago, I wrote her a waltz. This just simply called Jane.
right on. Jane, if you're listening, uh, that's for you. I think of you often, and I hope you're doing good in this darned old COVID pandemic we're living in. That tune can be found on a CD that I released in 2014 called The Journey. It was recorded at my studio here in St. Paul called Astro Monocle Studios. Paul Dacier is playing the piano. Jeremy Russo's playing the accordion. And I'm playing the rest of the instruments you hear. A dandy waltz for a dandy gal. Here, that's Jane. A little while ago, I mentioned Emma Lake. Well, we taught at, uh, it was called Kenderdine Campus. And right next to Kenderdine Campus, which was an absolute beautiful, magical spot. We all loved it so much. But right next to it, uh, outside the gate, there was a beach there. And it was called Okama Beach. And this is where Sandy Cameron, he had a cabin on there. And Sandy was a fiddle player. And this fiddle camp was his brainchild. He thought of having this fiddle camp. And he thought, well, and his cabin was right next to the gate. So he knew of of uh, Kenderdine Campus, which was run by the Saskatchewan University. Well, uh, all people from Okama Beach, every night when we would have our uh, concerts, they would all come out to the concerts every night. Well, John Arcand and I, who's a, uh, John's a wonderful, he's a master Métis fiddle player from, uh, originally from uh, Debden, Big River, Saskatchewan area, now living in Saskatoon, or just outside of Saskatoon, I should say, at Windy Acres, and he has a big old uh, John Arcand fiddle fest every year. John and I had the tradition of writing tunes every year up there at Emma Lake. And one year we wrote a little swing number, uh, and we named it for all the folks living on Okama Beach. This is called Okama Swing.
that takes me back. So many, many great memories at Emma Lake and such a treat writing tunes with John Arcand. This particular version is actually the second time I recorded this tune, and it is on an album called Strings of Pearl, which was released in 2005. That's uh, Trent Bruner playing the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. And you hear that big sounding fiddler, that low sounding fiddle? That's a five-string fiddle that was made for me by Lisa Barrett from Roundup, Montana. The album named Strings of Pearl, that uh, depicts my 30th year in the music business. I started in 1975, and uh, this album was released in 2005, Strings of Pearl. It was Eleanor Foster that uh, came up with that title. Back in the late 1980s or early 1990s, I just don't exactly remember what year, but I was contacted by the producer of the radio program from CBC Radio. Uh, the, The program was Morningside, hosted by Peter Zosky. This was a big, big, big radio show, and I'm sure anybody, uh, any of you old-timers here in Canada, you will remember that radio program. Well, what they wanted to do was uh, hook some fiddle players up from across the country to play together live on the radio. I was in Edmonton at CBC Studios. Graham Townsend was in Toronto at the CBC Studios there. Natalie McMaster was in Halifax at the uh, at the CBC Studios there. And Kelly Russell was in uh, Newfoundland at the CBC Studios there. This program was being aired across Canada at 9 a.m. in the morning. You know, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. in the East, well, 9 a.m. In, uh, in Halifax out on the East Coast, which was live. It was live going out to them. So that was 6 o'clock in the morning for me in Edmonton, uh, being three hours different. So I actually had to be at the studio at about 5 o'clock or 5.30 to get a sound checked. And they, they hooked us all up via satellite. And they did an absolute amazing job. All the fiddles sounded great, and we played some tunes together, and and then we also played some uh, some of our tunes that uh, come from our region, and we talked about the different styles of fiddling. Well, this was the first chance uh, that I had uh, got to meet Natalie. I really didn't know a whole lot about Cape Britain fiddling before this radio program and uh, didn't really know who Natalie was. Well, I learned that day who Natalie was. She played absolutely great. Um, She seemed so personable, and I kind of felt like she became a friend of mine that day. Well, a few years later, we actually did a a CBC News program, not meeting face-to-face again, but this time it was in front of cameras, and it was on a, it might have been called Newsweek or something like that, and uh, a TV camera came to my house in Edmonton, and a TV camera went to her place in uh, Cape Breton, and we did a little fiddling together and talked about our, our regional styles once again. I finally got to meet Natalie. I was doing a show in, I believe it was Milford, uh, Nova Scotia. And this concert was put on by the great piano player by the name of Kimberly Holmes. She was playing piano for me that night. And Natalie and her husband, Donnell, came out to the show. Natalie's mother, Minnie, was there. And the hall was full. I was doing a a double bill with Yvonne Courier from um, Quebec. It was a great, great show and got to meet uh, Natalie and Donnell that night and had some great laughs. And 
Now jump ahead to 2012, and I thought it's about time that I try to write a tune for Natalie. That kind of sounded maybe a little bit Cape Breton. I'm not a Cape Breton fiddle player, but uh, and still had some Calvin stuff in it. And, uh, so I sat down and I wrote this three-part tune, and it was for Natalie. I thought about Natalie the whole time through the tune. It was inspired by her. And uh, right when I kind of got that tune done, I seen Natalie in concert on on YouTube, and she had a cello player playing with her. And did I ever enjoy the sound of the cello with the fiddle music? And right around that time, I had just bought myself a, a fiddle off of eBay uh, that really didn't sound all that good. But I had some strings that are called octave strings, strings that are similar to a violin strings, E-A-D-G, but they're one octave lower. So I put these strings on this uh, on this fiddle of mine and put on a Barkas Berry pickup, an old, old, old traditional Barkas Berry pickup, and plugged it into my studio and just absolutely love the sound. The octave strings on a fiddle almost make my fiddle a cello. I'm just a C string short of a, of a full cello. And this, I thought, well, maybe I can incorporate this octave fiddle on Natalie's tune. So I kind of played some string lines in behind and played a melody along with the the regular fiddle. And I really liked it. Well, this tune has really become popular in Canada. Fiddlers have been playing it now. I think it was released in 2013. Fiddlers have learned it. And I know Natalie and Danelle, they play this tune on their show very, very often. And Well, I hope you enjoy. This is called Natalie McMaster's.
right on. Thank you so much, Natalie, for the inspiration on that tune. This was released on an album called Unmistakable in 2013. And for my CD release party, I I, I called up Natalie and said, Natalie, I've, I've composed a tune for you. It's on my new album. And I'd really, really like it if, if you're available to uh, come out to... Uh, Mournville, Alberta, where my party was at, and come and play this tune with me. And she was living in Ontario, and uh, she did. She agreed. She hopped on an airplane. She brought her little baby with her. Under uh, He was less than a year old, I believe. And she came out to play this tune with me, and then she did her own show, entertained the folks. Such a sweetheart. Thanks so much, Natalie, for that. And now just a fun fact on this tune. I, I featured a tune that I wrote for Jane Corey a little while ago. Well, when Jane Corey won the Grand, uh, the Canadian Grand Masters in 2018, she played this tune. She played Natalie McMasters. <laughs> Paul Dacier from Quebec was playing the piano on that, and I was playing the rest of the instruments. Uh, you can get this as a CD or as a digital download from CalvinVolrath.com. Here's another tune from 2012. Uh, just the day before my fiddle camp happens in, in July, third week to July, Camp Calvin, uh, for a few years I tried to line up a concert for myself and all my instructors in the general vicinity and around St. Paul. And In 2012 we got hired to do a show at a cowboy poetry festival that was going on. It was in Vilna, Alberta. They hired us to do the, the, the closing show on Saturday night, and I had never been to a cowboy festival before. It was so much fun to uh, listen to the cowboys and the cowgirls get up and sing some songs, listen to some poetry, and we got up on stage, all of us, and I was just so inspired. When I got home that week, I, I composed a tune, a slow tune, it kind of reminded me of the Cowboys, kind of of the old Western days, because I was inspired what I learned on the weekend and listening to all those. Here's a little tune called Cowboys Lullaby.
can almost smell the barn. <laughs> hey, well, I hope you like that tune. That was recorded on an album called Super Cal A Fiddleistic. That was released in 2013. And that is uh, Paul Dacier playing the piano on that. And Jeremy Russo is playing the clarinet. I'm playing the rest of the instruments. You can get that on CD or digital download from calvinvolrath.com. I got time to do one more in this episode number three, but before I do, I just want to mention, I want to thank everybody for all the kind uh, messages and the comments you've made. Whatever podcast stream you're listening to, I would really, really appreciate it if you would click the like button or follow button or subscribe. It costs you absolutely nothing to do that. Uh, and there's probably a place there to uh, do a comment. I know for sure there is on the Podbean uh, stream that maybe some of you are listening on. Feel free to send me an email at calvinvolrath at gmail.com. I'd greatly appreciate it if you go to calvinvolrath.com and have a look at the CDs and sheet music and all the other things that I've got on there. And, uh, uh, hey, we're trying to make a new living here. We're not outperforming. The COVID's kind of running rampant on us now. And uh, we need to do what we uh, need to do to stay afloat. Some people have asked if I had a tip jar or a, or a way for people to make donation. And I do have that set up at calvinvolrath.podbean.com. You'll find a tip jar there. And thank you so much. It's really appreciated. Now, I mentioned Danell a little while ago. Uh, it's Danell Leahy. He is married to Natalie McMaster. Well, they hired me to come and teach at their fiddle camp in, um, I believe it was 2014, the year after I put out the Natalie's tune. Well, they were all playing it. Their, Danelle had learned it, and they had been teaching it to all their students and everybody that follows them. And Well, one night during the camp was concert night, and Danelle was emceeing the, the, the concert, and he invited me up on stage, and he said that uh, Natalie and himself were going to join me and play uh, the second best tune that Calvin's ever written, Natalie McMaster's. I thought to myself... Uh, Hmm, I wonder what the best tune is. I wonder why he thinks that's the second best. And then right away he said, it's the second best because he hasn't written the best one yet. That's going to be the one he writes for me. Well, everybody got a big chuckle. And uh, old Cal, hey, the thought starts going through my head right away. That night I already had an idea for a tune. Well, I never got it finished for about a year. But I got one for Danelle. Uh, I don't know if it's the best one or not, but it's a good one, I think. This is called One for Danelle.
Well, that is definitely one for Danelle. Thanks so much, Danelle, for the challenge and the inspiration. You're a great, great player, and I look forward to hearing you play again real soon. This tune was released in 2015 on the CD called Certified Canadian Fiddler. You can purchase it on CD or MP3 digital download from calvinvolrath.com. Jeremy Russo was on the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments that you hear. I want to send out a shout-out to Mike Gilmore. Mike Gilmore comes to Camp Calvin every year, and he sets up his shop there of fiddles and bows. His company is called Collector's Corner, and he's got great fiddles, great old fiddles, and bows and sell strings and everything related to fiddle. He's got it all. And the bow that I play on, I got that from Mike. It's a great, great bow. And So if you got anything in Fiddle Needs, you send Mike an email. Uh, he's working on a, a website, should have that up shortly. But his email address is mgilmore, G-I-L-M-O-R-E, at shaw.ca. Fire him off an email and tell him what you're looking for, and he'll get you all set up. He's a wonderful man. He won't do you wrong. Well, that's it. That's uh, episode number three of the story behind the tunes. I hope you've enjoyed this. I've had fun reminiscing about uh, all these tunes. And we're going to see you again. I ain't going to see me. You're going to hear me next week. Feel free to share this uh, podcast stream with all your friends. Want to get as many listeners as possible. Take care, everybody. Until next time.